that we prepared from the president's uh, address this afternoon. Uh, one of the big, I guess, outcomes is the personnel change in the office of the Secretary General. But also that comes in a context of a lot of other developments that have happened on the weekend. One of which is, um, you know, uh, the insistence by Ace Mahashule that he remains the SG of the ANC enough to join that call and uh, to be summarily ejected from it. Oh, yes. Um, it's been a hectic week. Uh, weekend, uh, I must say. Uh, starting with that interview, uh, remember Ayabonga? It was done by us at yes. the CPC, that interview. Indeed. Because, I mean, many people have been wanting to know what his thinking was mm. uh, after, because as soon as the NWC confirmed that uh, he had been suspended, I mean, a day later, there was a letter that he issued to suspend the, 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 the president of the party. So that is why it was so important to actually hear his thinking and the reasoning. But, I mean, from there, uh, you know what has been happening. I mean, I, I was listening to you as well, talking about the issue of clips. <laughs> mm. to say it would be nice to hear the entirety of the clips. But you, 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 you must understand, Ayabonga, that uh, some of the people who provide those clips uh, do that uh, in an effort to perhaps push a particular narrative. I think we as journalists and perhaps editors, we need to be careful uh, mm. what, we, what, what we use and what we don't uh, use. But... Uh, it's, it's very interesting uh, what has been happening. I think uh, Ace Mahashule himself did say in that interview to say, uh, well, unfortunately, there is a dominant faction which is led by Sir uh, Ramaphosa, the president of the ANC. So if you look at these outcomes of today, so the, the story is told in, I mean, all of it. Um, currently, uh, for me, one of the big stories really uh, that we are all watching as the media will the ANC Secretary-General uh, apologize publicly? Remember, failing which, he's facing mm. the DC. But, but, but uh, Pudumzwanil, are, are we not, I mean, by asking that question, are, are we not maybe getting ahead of ourselves? Surely, surely the first question would be uh, whether or not he accepts the outcomes of the NEC meeting as communicated by the president, because that, that would be the first step, uh, which would suggest, <laughs> was he empowered in his own role as the Secretary General, and he says he is the Secretary General because he's appealed his suspension. Was he empowered and did he have the authority in the first instance to suspend the president? Because one would think that that's the main starting point before we even get to apologies and expulsions if those apologies don't happen. Well, certainly not. Um, Given that uh, there has been a number of discussions around this issue, Mm. Um, even his own issue of, uh, of him being suspended, remember, it's flowing from the resolution of uh, Nazrak, where it was basically said those who are charged, um, criminally charged, so must um, must uh, uh, recuse themselves. So then you have a meeting, uh, Ayabongwa, that uh, <clears throat> that has uh, all these people, the NWC, mm. uh, obviously it's bigger than six uh, people, it's, it's a number of other people, which take a decision that uh, given what we said in the recent NEC, so we affirm this decision that the Secretary-General must be suspended pending his court situation. It's a decision that was taken by a structure. So remember, they always tell us they operate as a collective. Whilst we're waiting for that decision, so as Secretary-General, remember you already suspended, and then 
you um, also suspend the, the, the official. So it, 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 it honestly um, doesn't work like that. That's why they have decided, uh, and that's very strong, to say he needs to apologize to the structures, to the members, uh, within a set time frame. If he fails to do that, he will face the DC. Mm-hmm. And, and I guess, so, and, and what emerges from the leaks, and I think even how the leaks were curated, and I like the point that you're making, that uh, we have to be careful as people who work in, in the world of uh, the media and uh, trying to communicate information to the general public, and even as members of the general public, um, in how we interpret and I guess what conclusions we draw from some of the leaks that have come through, uh, curated as they are, as you say, to communicate a particular message. But certainly, the leaks notwithstanding, it's quite clear uh, that a lot of the divisions inside of the ANC um, are increasingly taking on uh, what I would, wouldn't necessarily call an ideological character, but uh, a certain type of character uh, that uh, might come across as ideological in a way that really also sort of um, moves in line with the interests that different parties have sitting alongside that uh, factional divide. How do you make sense of how these divisions have played themselves out at the level of the NEC? Um, And also, I guess, the seeming despondency from many senior leaders of the ANC. I mean, Stan Matabata is not a a, Johnny-come-lately in the ANC. For him to speak with that kind of despondency that asks an existential question that says, you know, do we still have this organization that uh, for many decades called itself the Parliament of the African People? Oh, yes. Um, when you listen to those clips, obviously there's a particular context we may miss, but the gist of what some of those lists were saying, I think we got it. I mean, you, you correctly are summing up uh, Stan Machabata. I mean, even if you listen to um, Dakota Lehuete and former President Mbeke really uh, raising some of these issues, and he appeared to be supporting the suggestion of uh, Stan Matabata to say uh, a retreat is necessary to deal with those issues. By the way, that's one of the issues that uh, the NEC has agreed on. They said at the right time when the conditions permit, they will certainly go into that retreat. But but what is basically happening is that, remember, the NC leaders live amongst us, mm. uh, the people. So when people are really despondent, when people say um, the ANC is not worried about them, but but by themselves. So you, you really understand. I mean, Abong, I, I happen to, 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 to sometimes drive to KZN um, and I drive past uh, this place, uh, Standard Hill. Mm. Um, I mean, it's, it's sad. It's sad. You pass, the roads are undrivable. And this is supposed to be a town which is a major economic artillery. So you ask yourself a basic question. Is there a municipality here? Mm. And the, um, if the answer is yes, and then the, the next question is, what is their core responsibility? So if that is not done, really, people are, are there, they can see it. They are saying you guys are busy consumed with your fictional interests and forgetting service delivery. And that is what's happening. So people like Matabata, who basically said if the top six allows them the opportunity, he will tell him who are doing those. Because they are so engaged in sectional activities, they rather would uh, speak bad about their comrades and forgetting their co-responsibilities. Mm-hmm. Remember why all of us are worried about this NEC. Not because we love them, not because they are our friends. Sure. It's because 
this is a party entrusted with the people of South Africa to govern us, mm. to govern every aspect of us. So if then they neglect that responsibility, that key question must be asked. Of course, all of this happens in a very interesting context. I mean, uh, the issues that you're raising at a municipal level, um, you know, are often the coal face of people's interaction with a system of governance that is uh, aimed at providing and looking over the things they need to survive. I mean, water, roads, electricity, and that kind of thing. <laughs> um, and, and this collapse you speak of, um, you know, uh, President Tabombeki speaks about, you know, the potential collapse of you know, the movement, but I think there's a bigger question of the collapse of our communities as a result of a lot of these contests, fights, uh, and even, you know, the uh, fief wars, if I can put it that way, that are happening between different, uh, you know, um, quite akin to warlords, effectively, inside of the African National Congress. In fact, you know, what's even more interesting, if you if you analyze generally uh, the happenings at the ANC, this, this fight, Allegedly, at a at a leadership level. Mm. Let me let me quote you one simple example. In fact, another example is coming next week. If we do get an opportunity again to speak, we'll reflect on it. Sure. Since uh, COVID nineteen happened, there has been a number of by elections. Mm. And guess what, Abo? The ANC has been winning all of those overwhelmingly. Last month in April, it won overwhelmingly. So there's by elections that are coming next week, we want to see what's going to happen. And that then says, here is the leadership. People still have this confidence in this movement, mm. but the leadership, instead of dealing with the issues, they're dealing with themselves. Mm. I think that's the key question really that the ANC needs to answer. Um, this retreat they're talking about, if they are not honest with themselves, they simply must not even go there because they'll be wasting their time. Mm. They need to ask themselves the question, why do we hate each other as comrades more than the opposition? Yeah. Last question, Budumzwandli, before we let you go. Uh, if this was a game of chef, chess or umlaba <laughs> laba uh, or it rafts or anything of that kind, crowd yeah. and all of that, um, what would the next move be of the self-styled RET forces? Um, I think the best thing to do now uh, is basically to submit themselves to the dictates of the organization because remember if they seem to um, disagree by actions of what the NEC as the party has done uh, chances are they may find themselves out in the cold and perhaps that may force them to to if they are bold enough to form a new party but mm. you know evidence uh, and history has told us what happened. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time and as always a pleasure and I uh, certainly hope we can check in with you uh, on the outcomes of those by-elections there and uh, also I guess the big milestone towards the end of the year this year. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very Thank much. We're to Awesome stuff. Uh, that was the uh, political editor here at the SABC, Mzwani Lembeje, speaking to us uh, this evening. And of course, the conversations continue, but we're going to have to leave it here. The man with the music is standing by. Sedley is with you from nine right through to midnight.